Dramatically correct. With Mel and Mia. Mia and Mel. We are so happy to be here with our honey bunnies. We're <laughs> back in the South Florida, the oh. the five six one. Well, for me the nine five four, but okay, the five six one today. <laughs> I miss New York. Take me back to New York. I know. I'm what ready. was your favorite part? Well, definitely my favorite part was having Leanne yeah. on our podcast. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't listened to our last episode, it is a great listen. We have our longtime friend Leanne Antonio on, who is currently working as an actress. Yeah, she has queen. been in amazing shows like The Lion King, yeah. on The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Um, just building up her repertoire and really getting out there. And it was so cool to hear her experience absolutely um, and then i got to see my friend aaron mckenzie in a beautiful noise which is about neil diamond's journey in the music industry but that was also really exciting and also my favorite show Sweet. was of course we Todd. saw sweeney todd the musical with josh groban <laughs> that was and amazing that was just like i think about it all the time i don't think i've ever <laughs> seen somebody like sing that well live like in a broadway musical like it was just like the recording but But like even better it was perfect (laughs) they were all i mean both shows we saw were impeccable yeah um neil diamond was more i feel like fun like vibrant free flowing right if you don't like super dramatic yeah yeah sweeney top was way more like hit your mark it was very clean choreography and very clean singing just amazing 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 Amazing. Amazing. But no, I think we definitely uh, learned a lot from our last episode. And Mia and I just want to say thank you again to our honeys for riding with us. We really just want to chop it up and we're going to let you guys in on the conversation we're having with each other because I have a lot of stuff to talk to Mia about. Uh, I have yes. beef with her. I'm just yes. joking. Never no. beef. Never beef. Only a Krabby Patty. Yeah. It's been like about five days since we've been back. I have not seen Melissa since we left Fort Lauderdale Airport. Crazy, crazy. So, bish. Hi, honey. Fill me in on this week's tea. I know Ooh. you have something to get off your chest. I don't want this. Um, so I feel like I really want to be a little bit more vulnerable and talk a little bit more. My, uh, uh, I can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk a little bit more about my mental health journey, especially because, um, I've realized that within the black community, Caribbean community, it's something that is like still budding. So I would love to be an example. And I kind of had an experience at church like a couple of weeks ago where I had to sing. And to be honest, you guys, like I was in no way, shape or form mentally like there to like sing, praise, anything. I just didn't feel like very jovial. And so for the first time ever in my life, in my 26 years of breathing, I got up there and literally told my whole church that I was having a mental health day, that I was literally dealing with depression and anxiety. And I was so scared because it's like church. And afterwards it was so inspiring because like so many 
um, parents and adults like came up to me and they were like, my son has been experiencing this. My daughter's been experiencing this. I've been so worried. Like, what have you done? And it was just crazy because so many people um, felt like, I don't know, like they could relate. Like they weren't expecting me to say it because mm-hmm. I feel like I look like I have it all together. What do you think, Mia? I was just well, you know thinking me, the so. same thing is yeah. that what I love about it is church sometimes can feel really buttoned up and like you have right. to be, you know, this perfect, presentable Christian or Catholic or whatever right. religion you Whatever you, you practice. Practice. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not super good with that stuff. Whatever religion you practice. Right. Um, but I do think that just talking talking about mental health all those people that are listening it's yeah. like we're all affected by it none of us are perfect yeah and just being real it kind of opens the door for more people to open up and feel like somebody understands them yeah and like you said a lot of people came and talked to you after and said you know my daughter is struggling or I'm struggling and I just think that's a beautiful thing because you really made a lot of people feel safe yeah um and you did something you know not a lot of people are willing to do and that's be authentic yeah and not you know be putting on airs for people trying to pretend you were raw oh dramatically correct I try to be correct I try to be honey but no I, I definitely feel and I've been feeling empowered New York was like fabulous honestly I think it was so cool because you Gabby and I we gelled I've never stayed with Gabby that long so that was interesting I wasn't like nervous but I was like you know I have like I know I was like because I know you and I can already be a a handle together (laughs) it was was just like us on steroids Gabby probably had a headache but it's fine no I think from the two of us yentas oh I know I'm so weak. No, but we had the best time, and I feel like that trip just made me feel very... Seeing Leanne, seeing Aaron really pursue their dreams made me feel very inspired about my album. Mm, me too. And I realized in the face of making music, honeys, you know, we've talked about that. Um, I've been working on this album called First Language for some time, and Mia kind of knows, like, so many things have been obstacles, but it's really just me and, like, being around the wrong people, being in bad relationships. So seeing Leanne and Aaron pursue their dreams really pushed me to just kind of come back and I felt butt. I felt motivated, too, yeah. for our podcast. It really? got me definitely feeling like I just want to kick ass and keep going and follow my dream, of, right. you know. What's your dream, honey? Tell the people. Tell uh, them. Tell them your dream. Come well, on. I am, you know, currently pursuing a career in right. banking, but I really would like to one day, you know, be a broadcaster, be a journalist. Um, my dream was always to work for E! News, guys, so that's why I'm out here giving you that Hollywood tea because I love it. Yeah. Um, I used to intern for a show called the Brooklyn Cafe Show, shout out. And I had my own segment once a week where I did a Hollywood headlines show. Um, and that's kind of something that I'm still really passionate about and I love to do. Um, yeah. So that's kind and of good it. At it. But I really do want to get back on the mental health talk and just get into that more because you were saying, of course, going on a trip is good. It definitely helps you, you know, unwind and get your thoughts right. But I do want to touch on something else you said you've been practicing, and that's like your positive self-talk. So can you give a little bit more insight there? Yeah, I definitely realized that. 
um, just throughout the workspace, the friendship space, familial space with, you know, my mom, my dad, my cousins, I have a tendency to laugh my way through trauma, which is like my phrase. And I find now that my coping mechanism is humor. And I definitely feel like I understand, you know, people like Robin Williams. Obviously, you know, I've had my struggles, but I want to just let my honeys know I am good. I'm in a mostly positive space. Like, I'm happy to be here, so nobody needs to worry about me. But I understand people who strive to make other people laugh, make other people happy. It's like those can be some of the most down people, yeah. um, people struggling. And I feel like even you, Mia, like we find, like we laugh about a lot. We just, mm -hmm. we work through it. So, you know, I found that I would say silly stuff. Like if I dropped something, I'd be like, oh, I'm such an idiot or I'm so stupid. Even though it's so casual and it's so um, just nonchalant, those things can really you know you're planting a seed within your own head yes. and it didn't help that I was also entertaining you know pretty verbally and emotionally abusive partners you know within relationships and men who constantly would tell me that um mm, even though I that feel like affects you know a lot of right. people is being told things by the person you're with if they're not positive oh, yeah. you do start to believe them it's like slowly brainwashing oh, yeah. you know it slowly does you know you're so right because um it's the one person that you care about the most so you just take anything that they say but I realize now that I am very intelligent and I'm very mm, kind okay. and smart and beautiful and yes. I even I used to cringe saying things like that it really used to make me feel icky and I was like but wait why I, and you know another thing is why would I expect somebody else to tell me how beautiful I am how much they love me if I can't even tell myself and enjoy it and it's like easier right. said than done obviously you know this self-talk thing but mm -hmm. something I wanted to share with the honeys mm -hmm. it was shared to me um, maybe two years ago, one year ago with by my friend Caitlin. Mm -hmm. um, it was because I also kind of struggle with negative self-talk. For me, it's always been um, my insecurities. Any of my friends know lies in body issues. I have a lot of body, you know, Aww. issues, body shaming type of things where I don't really feel confident about the way I look in that regard. Mm. And my friend Caitlin shared with me, you know, you constantly say bad things about yourself. Like you were saying, you call yourself an idiot. Right. My thing is like constantly saying I'm fat and constantly saying I don't like my arms. I don't mm. like this. I don't like, you know, everything about my body and just not feeling confident. Yeah. And she shared with me these mantras that you do and it's about 10 minutes long and it's something that you can even find on youtube you can probably find them on apps on the app store but i was using a youtube video you can look up just like um, mantras for building your self-confidence or self-esteem affirmations. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it was, is self-esteem and worthiness affirmations. We should leave a link, I feel and like, to our honeys. I'll have to find it, but I will. And Please. basically what you do is it's 10 minutes of repeating what she says to you, and it's basically like... Uh -huh. I, you know, I love myself, I respect myself, um, I have all of the qualities in me that I look for in others. I love these. I love and accept myself. Ooh, come on. One of the ones I always loved was, 
I am done putting people on a pedestal now. I put myself on that pedestal. And I won't lie, she told me, my friend Caitlin, she said, you do this every single morning for Mm -hmm. 30 days. You can't miss. Well, you can miss, but you have to be consistent. It doesn't just happen the first time. Right. But I am not lying to you guys. When I did it for almost a month straight, I felt different. Did you? Really? I felt different. Yeah. I felt good. I felt like I wasn't saying the mean things about myself anymore. And I found myself thinking the things in the mantra that I do respect and love myself. And that, you know, I do have those positive attributes that I look for in others. So I think it's so important. And what it does is it rewires your brain. It really does. Because it's just kind of like, like I said before, it's like, why would you ever expect like a man who we say all the time we're like i really want a man who respects me and loves me and i was like why do i keep having this cycle and actually Mm -hmm. my friend marcella said something that kind of hit me in the gut but she she said no lies like she was like you keep wondering why this cycle is occurring but it's almost like you're manifesting it for yourself Mm -hmm. based on the way you talk to yourself so if you say you don't like this you don't like that you don't like anything then you're gonna get men who like don't treat you like anything or they don't like anything because that's Mm -hmm. what you're manifesting you're gonna get somebody who thinks the same thing it's true and also opening up you know telling people that you think you're an idiot or you don't like this thing about yourself you should never do it because first of all it is unattractive nobody People like confidence, especially ladies take this advice. Men like confidence. Like if you do think you're fat, like me in the past, never tell the man that you think that. Just tell them, you know, you thick and you're you think you're hot because I swear to you, men don't even care. It's us who are so hard on ourselves. They really don't. But when you let someone in on your insecurity, I will say it can be used against you. It really like you're letting someone basically see your Achilles heel when you do that like don't say it don't put it in existence because that's manifesting you know only manifest positive things you have to think about yourself what you want your other half to think about you if you want your other half to be obsessed with you you got to be obsessed with you like and i understand Mm -hmm. that it's so scary because it's easy to teeter-totter on the line of like being conceited right mia but like they say you have to love yourself before you can love others i was just gonna say it sounds cliche but when you really break it down like we just did yeah it's like this is why is because no one is going to love you if you don't love, love yourself. yourself like if literally you you're not gonna think, love yourself yeah. like if you think crappy things about yourself like melissa said you could pick the wrong men you're not going to treat yourself the same you're right. putting this negative energy out right. there right. when what you should be doing is exuding confidence that's going to help you attract the yeah. right partner Um, the right energy, the right friends, and you'll watch how your life changes over time. And we're going to link that link, guys. I want you all, any listeners here, to do at least one week straight of positive affirmations, especially the ladies. And also, like, I know it's not necessarily everybody's love language, but, and I'm going to put this in here, Mia, we can delete it if you want me to, (laughs) but I know you've mentioned before how, like, sometimes it's annoying that sometimes some of our other friends just don't even give compliments when it's like you find yourself giving compliments all the time it's like I feel like 
we need to just be nicer to people stop being stingy if you think something just say it to that person you have no idea if you could be the first person to say something nice to that person that day maybe they really need to hear it so if you think that girl's skirt is cute and then it let's say she turns around and she gives you attitude well that's fine because then she's a nasty person yeah that is no reflection on you you said something and she looks like a bad person but still try to be kind and just give compliments even with guys just be like yo man i love your shoes like nah the feel yeah. good you know and don't say it you know if you don't mean it but yeah, if you think something nice it. about someone say it just mm-hmm. because i know for me that sometimes that does make my day sometimes i <gasps> wake up feeling bad like if you compliment my shoes you know oh you gosh. tell me my eyebrows are nice i will be happier you know my my I love meter will something. go up no that's so <laughs> funny mia that you said that because that kind of brings me to something else that'll almost kind of help us segue yeah. into our next topic and i like giving compliments as well just we had to throw that in i don't just like receiving folks we i give. give we give all day all okay day. moving on and ladies <laughs> men love compliments as well like they really actually do even if they don't say it they want to hear like their body looks good they want to hear that they look hot they want to hear they look they handsome do. or dashing or lovely yeah. like they really want to hear that somebody i am i'm having conversations with right now not to say too much of my business but um you know they told me that I definitely should speak more highly of myself because Mm -hmm. I am intelligent and I am really smart so I just like that as well like be around people friends or romantically whatever it may be people who pour into you people who aren't afraid to like really lift you up fill that love fill that love meter and 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 fill that love meter with yourself just be kind to yourself be kind to others pour into others and I feel like that maybe segues a little bit into the other side of things how much you can damage somebody you know they say the the best lovers can be like the worst enemies as well right yeah yeah um we wanted to touch on one hollywood story that we thought or was a couple two. Oh, two, two, yeah, two, two. two. i'm so sorry no, you're fine but they both kind of you know relate to each other and we wanted to kind of save today's pod right. to be about this and right. first we want to talk about kiki palmer yeah um and what's going on with her now estranged husband no no or no. just so, baby daddy yeah uh, so he was she he was the father of her son just baby just daddy. boyfriend yeah boyfriend now but ex-boyfriend i guess yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. darius jackson Spin. when did we first hear about darius jackson usher the usher thing was the first and that was over the summer right. and now kiki palmer is Uh-oh, stinky. 